<laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to the Level Cap Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Talton, and I'm here with my esteemed, uh, faraway, uh, enchanted, magical co-host, Marco DeSantos, also known as Mechanicritic, also known as Eminem Kami, also known as that non-random Asian guy who appears in every podcast. It's, it's really, you can't really call, keep calling yourself the random guy, because it's pretty consistent now. Ah, yes, indeed. It is quite true. Uh, Since you called me esteemed, I shall now remind everyone that this is the podcast where we talk about all things Level 99 games and otherwise. Brad, I am still technically a random Asian guy. Right? Not in this context, though. Random only makes sense in a context, right? Mm, that's like, true. If I if I said, "Oh, I'm playing a, a, a random card," like, and then um, I put a card down on the table, and it was like three of diamonds or something, you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, that's pretty random." But if I had an entire deck of like three of diamonds, or if I had shown you the three of diamonds in my hand earlier, and I said, "Now I'm going to play a random card down," you'd be like, "That's not random at all. That's the card that you just gave me." But somebody who didn't have the context you know, might think it is. So so really, it's really a matter of how much you listen to this podcast. And anybody who's gotten to, what are we on, episode 90 now? Um, uh, it's no longer <laughs> random that you show up every podcast, Marco. Okay, that's fair. Actually, I think I'm more of a fixture of this podcast than you are. So Yeah, you've been in more episodes than I have, it's true. Yes. And- Even if you count the secret extra episodes of the old podcast where you weren't around. Oh, right. I forgot. Who did you do those with? I did them with John Parmalee, who was the designer of PowerPlay. Oh, uh, I, I need to find John at some point and kiss his hand in, like, veneration of how awesome his game is. Can I just... He's a he's a cool guy. Yeah, You can is. find him streaming. He was streaming yesterday, actually. I think he's streaming... Probably stream every day. BattleCon Online, though? Is it BattleCon Online? He was playing online? BattleCon Online yesterday. And yesterday oh, was heart. the launch of BattleCon Online. Yeah, so Finally. for everybody listening. For everybody listening, we have the game out. It's so fun, Brad. I'm so happy. I'm I'm really glad. It worked out really well. Yeah, it was a good launch. Good launch. Uh-huh. A lot of people played. People had a great time. There's a bunch of free characters. And uh, we got up to, I think, 250 concurrent users. And we had a server choke. Um, yeah. And so we're going to look into raising our user cap a little bit. But aside from that little hiccup, everything went really well and people had a great time with it. Oh my gosh, Brad, can I can I just tell you my short experience about having BattleCon online finally be on release? Yeah. I queued in at like 7 p.m. my time, which is probably like what at this point, like 3 a.m. your time. And then I got into a game in 15 seconds. Oh, it's nice. Oh, Oh, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I finally got to play 10 Riflam games in one week because I am a masochist and love playing. Yeah, but it sounds like you were winning the Riflam games. Hmm? Sounds like you were winning your Riflam games. Am I wrong? Uh, that's not incorrect. I have a 60% win rate in my last 10 games, so that's more than 50%. I'm happy with that, you know? Congrats. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, like, all my losses were against Elephant, so I I don't feel too bad about that, you know? Mm-hmm. When you lose to a tournament champion, I think I think you're justified in losing, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I um, nobody, nobody blames you for losing to Ali. 
Yeah, that's true. And I was playing Riflem against Cadenza, so that's another... Uh, whatever. So I'm really excited, Brad. I'm really happy the BattleCon Online is finally out. I'm so happy that so many people are coming into our Discord. So many people are just asking questions, getting interested. I actually also contacted some like local Philippine website writers and whatever and told them that it was out because um, they previously wrote about BattleCon before and, you know... It was pretty cool. It's just pretty cool to finally have it be out. You know, I made a post about it on Facebook and told people I helped make a game, uh, and it's pretty pretty nice. It's pretty nice. I'm really happy. How do you feel about it, Brad? I'm really happy with it. Um, it's uh, it's it's been a long time coming, and it's still got a few a few bugs that we got to work out and iron out. And this is just the first early access release, so. I'm I'm really excited that it went well. That the launch was a big deal. That everyone had a great time with it. On the other hand, I'm also um, I also know that we still have a long road ahead. But the um, the opening day bodes really well for the game, and uh, I, we'll see it continue to do well. I'm sure. Oh my gosh! Wonderful, wonderful. So, listener, I have a very wonderful docket for you tonight. Brad and I will be talking about some games we've been playing, talk about some usual questions, lore stuff, production stuff, you know, the usual, and we might play a little game at the end should we have enough time, suggested by the listeners and our fans. So without further ado, let us move on to our first segment, also known as, well, Brad, the question. Because, Brad, the real question here is... What have you been doing? Well, if if that's the question, then what do you call the other question segment at the end? Oh my gosh, you're you're right. Um, um, um maybe ninety nine questions. Just be what are you? The actual name of the question, which is what have you been doing? Hey, yeah, welcome to our first segment. What have you been doing? Where I ask Brad the question. What well, have you Marco, been doing? I was supposed to play FTL for our game club this week, but mm-hmm. unfortunately. I um I didn't. Uh, <laughs> is there any reason? Is there any reason? There or is. Just There's say? a very good reason. Okay. Um, I went over to a friend's house and they gave me a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn to play. Oh, so I okay. I un- I fully understand now. I fully understand now. Yes, yes. So how um, is it? It's pretty good. It's like like Skyrim plus Breath of the Wild um mixed together. Probably the best way that. to say it. It's it's you know it's open world adventure in this kind of rugged wasteland. It's a little bit like Fallout, but like way way in the future. So like instead of you wake up and there's like a nuclear wasteland, it's like there was a nuclear wasteland maybe ten thousand years ago, but now people have reverted to tribalism and they have an like you know. Um, you know, small small family groups and, you know, hunter-gatherer society, except that there are all of these uh, crazy machines still roaming around the world. And they have, because these machines are kind of a natural occurrence, the resources they give are used by these, these uh, people. For example, like napalm is just something that they find and so instead of dipping their arrows in like frog poison they dip their arrows in napalm and they shoot fire arrows because that's the a resource that they have access to in this world that's very interesting so basically it's like it's like tribal futurism or something like that a little bit yeah it's 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 tough to say exactly how it is and i'm only i've, I've i'm on my way to like the first major city so 
we'll see what it's like when I get there, but it's it's pretty cool so far. I'm really enjoying it. Oh man, that sounds pretty great. Mm-hmm. Have you played yeah. it yet? Uh, no, I have. I actually have a PS4. I bought it specifically for a few games, including Horizon Zero Dawn. But uh, the first game I got was Persona Five. I have not finished Persona Five. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Un- I know. Unacceptable. Hey, to be fair, stop I'm, podcasting and go play. Stop that Persona ca- Five instead. Oh my gosh! Look, here's the thing. I just finished playing some Persona Five. I just finished a palace. Get, okay, get off my podcast, Marco, until you finish Persona Five. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm 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 near like near the end already. You know, I'm half. I'm past Okamura's palace, so yeah, I'm pretty. Okamura. Pretty near. Okay. Oh. Yeah, Wait, that's the. Is that the ship? Yeah, it's the the UFO sci-fi thing where he's oh, Darth Vader. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm nearish to the end already. You're, right? you're, yeah, you're probably about halfway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Things move pretty quickly after that. Yep, I can only assume because there's a lot of mysteries left, and I'm probably halfway through the game, so they got to get resolved real fast. Well, you know um, how those how mystery stories go. Like everything tends to tie up. Once one domino falls into place, everything falls into place. That's true. That's absolutely true. Um, so yeah, I look. I'm gonna play Horizon Zero Dawn once I. Once I've finished Persona 5, but right. Horizon Zero Dawn might take a backseat once Activision Spider-Man comes out. i sorry, Insomniac Spider-Man comes out because um, mm. I'm just too hyped about that game. So, well, Brad, we, you... can, we can talk about it when you some more when you get a chance to play it. Yep, indeed. So, Brad, do you want to know what I've been doing? Yes. Tell me what you've been playing, Marco. Yeah. So, um, what I've been playing is uh, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast before, if I've only mentioned it in passing. Tell me if you already know, because if then, I will probably just talk about a different game. Um, I've been playing a game called Football Tactics and Glory. Have I told you about this one? Football Tactics and Glory. Yes. The, the, no, so, you have not. You've not told me about this game. I'm going to do a quick a quick search. So oh, can... Brad, Brad, Brad. No, please do not search it, because I will tell you what it's about. Okay. But I, okay. I don't even believe this this game. I need to see what it is. No, Brad, just listen first. Okay. Football tac- Listeners and Brad. Football Tactics and Glory is a tactical combat game where you must take an army of 11 soldiers and fight another army of 11 soldiers. All set in this mystical land sport wherein people must take a ball and put it inside a goal so um that's it it's a it's basically you play football but it's final fantasy tactics's battle system that's such a great idea oh my god why did i not think of this it is this it's is incredible it's awesome and you know the best part about it is um they package it like it's a fifa game right like the 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 ui and like the music they package it like a fifa game mm-hmm. but the tutorials they treat it like it's a Final Fantasy Tactics game. So what do I mean by this? So in the, one of the tutorials goes, you have recruited a new player into your team. First of all, he will start off with no class. However, upon putting him in certain positions on the field, he will gain experience points in a specific class. Each class has two different specializations. <laughs> and so, so they talk about these football concepts as if like positions in the field are job classes in an army in Final Fantasy Tactics. Wow. It's oh, it's absurd. You can train players to have special abilities and you know there's like oh your player's unique signature special ability is the ability to do a header. 
it's it's the the, the, the dissonance is is insane it's it's great Still, it's, i i mean i loved Mega Man soccer i i i've always wished they would come up with another cool soccer game and this looks like the one wow yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good um yeah so that's what i've been playing i, I love this game um mostly because I usually don't enjoy sports games because I don't find them to be very exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this game makes it very exciting. Very, very exciting. And um, Awesome. Yeah, that sounds really good. It reminds me a little bit of, uh, of Pyre where you kind of add an, a, a, a real twist on something that, uh, that maybe we've seen before. Although with Pyre, it's the game itself and, and the story. With this, it seems to be like the, yeah, the genre application. I really like that because... Honestly, when you make a when you make a a football or soccer uh, board game, you kind of have to do the same thing. You have to approach it as a turn based endeavor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's really neat that yeah that 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 this was done in that way. Yeah, it's it's great. I love this game, and uh, yeah, that's what I recommend. So that's what I've been doing. That's what Brad and I have been doing. If you want us to cover a specific game or want to recommend some games for us, please tell us in the comment section down below. We will get to FTL soon. We promise. Uh, it's going to be fun. And we might, uh, I don't know, Brad, do you want to do Into the Breach at some point? Sure. I mean, we 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 played FTL before, both of us. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I feel like it was Game of the Week earlier, like once upon a time. Ah, well, if that's the case, we should just probably do Into the Breach. Maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll successor. see. We'll surprise you next week with whatever we do. Yeah, we'll surprise you. All right. So that pretty much does it for what we've been doing. And I want to move on to the next segment, also known as The Pipeline, where Brad talks about level 99 games development and some behind-the-scenes, or maybe some lore. Who knows? It's like a magical jack-in-the-box where you don't know what will come out. Well, I guess... Okay, look, that's a wrong metaphor, because you always know what's going to come out of a jack-in-the-box. It's a jack, right? Like the jack of... Yeah, I, Whatever, I guess. Brad, just... I, I don't know if the clown is actually called... I guess it is. it is a jack, like... You know, maybe like in in playing cards. Oh, it's weird yeah, to think that, that that thing is called it's called a jack, though. But it's called a jack in the box. What else would it be called? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Right. Eh, anyway. Anyway, anyway well, Brad. Anyway, what what comes out of the 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 pipeline section is always me. So you also kind of know that. So uh, maybe yeah. the ed- the metaphor is apt. Yeah, indeed. Uh-huh. You always know. But yeah, so since since we had the launch of BattleCon Online, I thought I would talk a little bit about what we're working on for BattleCon Online, what is coming up in the near future for the game, and uh, what kind of improvements we're planning on making. Sound interesting? Yes, I'm very interested to know what's the roadmap for this. What's the roadmap? What's happening? So our next uh, big update, we are going to be um, introducing Evil Hikaru oh, yes. as a playable character. So Evil Hikaru is an evil doppelganger um, who copies Hikaru's moves and abilities, except he's evil and everything is flipped upside down. So he's kind of like Bizarro Hikaru. Everything's reversed. His tokens take away your stats. He wants to get rid of all of his tokens instead of keeping all of them. He, um, all his quotes are reversed. So where like Hikaru says like... Um, you know, like, all I need is one good punch, Evil Hikaru says. All I need is one evil punch. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're very, uh, he's a very uh, kind of, you know, tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek jab at Evil Ryu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. So, for, um, for Street Fighter fans out there. Yeah. 
Um, can I just mention that Cameron uh, posted some of his voice lines in in the chat? Holy oh, he heck! Holy heck! Who wrote these? Who wrote these voice lines? They're oh, so yeah. me, me, and uh, and Tyrion wrote them. Yeah. Oh my gosh! My favorite line, honestly. Uh, there's two, but I'll just give one since we we have time. Um, my favorite line is where um the line that happens when you're taking too long to pick your attack pair, and then Evil Hikaru goes. Taking forever to pick your attack pair, huh? That's truly evil. And I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah he has one. He has one where he when he concedes, he's like, "I'm just gonna concede and deny you this victory." <laughs> Is everything? He's so BM. Oh my gosh, I I love I love evil Hikaru. He's such a troll. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So he's he's got some great lines. He's voiced by the same actor as the original. Uh, Hikaru, yeah, yeah, of course. Just with the with the voice filter, and uh, I guess in post you could actually throw in some of those lines, play some of your favorites in the podcast if you want to. So. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll have a small little silence here where we'll put them. Running out the clock for no reason—that's That's pretty evil. This is gonna be evil. I'll wipe that face off your look. But yeah, so yeah. so the next playable character will be Evil Hikaru. Um, we also have, we have a few existing features to put in. We made a new costume for Marmalee called Spellhacker Marmalee. Everyone who buys any battle coins during the release period for the game, uh, gets that costume for free in addition to their other costumes, but we haven't figured out how to give it to them yet. So we're still working on that. Um, we will be actually giving it to them. Um, like retroactively. So even if you already spent coin money on coins, don't worry, you'll get your costume. But we will be working on getting that costume in the near future. Do we already have art for this? Like We do. You can actually find the costume under Marmalee. You just can't buy it right now. Oh, I see. Okay. I was wondering how you would get that one. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, you get it for free if you buy any battle coins. Oh, it's it's our it's our um pay to pay to style skin. Pay to style skin. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh in the business, we call it a real money purchase reward. Ah, I like that. That's that's way more formal than bait the style skin. I, I like yours better, though. Yeah, all right. Anything <laughs> else, Brad? approachable. People are well, actually asking a lot about the development, right? Like, they're asking, will we add multiplayer modes? How about armory and all that stuff? Yeah, so... so- so let me address a few of those since we're talking about it. So multiplayer modes. There's no plan at present to do more than two players. Our engine just isn't built for it. And unlike the physical rules where I can say, oh, just play this way, um, it's a lot more complex to do multiplayer in uh, the tabletop. So we probably won't have multiplayer in BattleCon Online. Um, however, for Armory, we are planning to do like a sort of uh, tavern brawl mode if that makes sense, where uh, like every week we have a different sort of mode that will be available. Uh, like you might play with different bases, or you might start with 20 force, or you might you know, have uh, a bunch of new force antis that you didn't have before, that kind of thing. Wait, 20 force? Does that mean I can finish her beat one? Stuff like that. Yeah, like all kinds of things. So Crazy. We, we're, we'll probably do that kind of a weekly tavern brawl sort of game. Oh, that sounds pretty um, interesting. Yeah, I think it'd be really fun. Uh, also, in addition to that, we are planning to have ranked. So those are some of our more, um, like our immediate things we're working towards. We want to get ranked. We want to get 
evil Hikaru in, we want to get the brawl mode working. Um, in the longer term, we're planning to have solo dungeons. So, like, you take a character and you fight through a bunch of monsters, and your character, like, levels up and gets new abilities and gets new anti-options and such during the game. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but this is, like, you're forced to be Hikaru or something? Are you forced to be a specific no, character? No, no, you pick, you pick the character you want to play. Oh, so this is, like, Dungeon Run, then. Yeah, it's a lot like Dungeon Run. Um, and your, your bases will improve throughout the adventure. And you can oh. get special items, um, some of which are unique to the characters, some of which are generic. But like, you know, like for Hikaru, you know, halfway through the dungeon, you might unlock your metal token or your light token, stuff like that. And then you have a fifth elemental token available to you. That's pretty cool. Oh my gosh. I wonder how Rifflum will work. I bet Rifflum doesn't get anything. He just keeps his changes between games. Well, it'd be real easy to give Rifflum more reagents, right? I guess, I guess. It would be really interesting, though, to not, to not give him anything, because he just upgrades naturally anyway. <laughs> well, he will, he, he, like, a character like Riffum will have to reset between dungeons. Just like if Magdalena carried her levels, that would be a pretty silly dungeon run. Right? I, I, mean, I mean, that's true, but Riffum like changes the values of his cards. Uh, is that even... I just never realized. Does Maggie have no maximum level? Well, it's five currently, because... It, there's no way for her to get beyond five in a normal match. Okay, that's fair. Huh. It's a soft cap, not a hard cap, right? Well, it's, it, just... it's currently a hard cap. Like, she, she will not gain more levels than that. No oh, matter okay. what happens. Okay, um, I, I thought I was losing my mind here. I was like, is it at five? Anyway. I mean, in the, in the board game, obviously, she, she could keep gaining levels. Yeah, okay, okay. Fine, fine, that's true. But it's, it's impossible at that point. It's basically impossible without shenanigans, yeah. I guess. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I'm really interested in any other modes. Are there anything else aside from like that solo dungeon run? That's I think that's enough for the moment, but we will have more plans if the game continues to do well beyond that. Mm. So okay. we'll see where things take us. Hopefully the fans who are listening will continue to support us so that we can release all of their favorite characters who aren't in game yet, like my boy Joel. Yeah, speaking of fans, um, I want to say thanks to everybody who participated in the, uh, the launch yesterday, and especially to those of you guys who left reviews. Um, it was really great to read all the reviews, and I appreciate it. Yeah, it's fun. I love the reviews. They've all been very nice, all been very positive, except for one, but that's well, okay. We have we have some confusion about the the like the characters that are locked versus the characters that are unlocked. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an open lock icon, but it doesn't like. I guess a lot of people interpret that as a closed lock icon. Yeah, especially if you're playing on a smaller screen. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we're, we're working on how we can, uh, how we can make that clearer. And so there was some misunderstanding on, but that's, that's, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah, um, that's peanuts, man. Like everything else has from, been really Aside positive. from some, yeah, some minor confusion in the server issue, things are going real well. And those are both, those are both things that are, that are, you know, we're already working to address. So. Oh man, it's so great. Oh my gosh, it's so great, Brad. It's everything I've wished for. It's it's pretty nice to be able to play online anytime now. Oh my gosh, it is. I finally can practice enough Rifflum and finally get good with this character. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, anything else for uh, level 99 game stuff? People are asking about Imperial. What's up with Imperial? Yeah, so Imperial is chugging along. Um, we've sent the um, plastic parts off to press to start getting molded. So plastics are in production now. Um, aside from that, we are um, 
working on the artwork. We've got about, I want to say, probably two-thirds of the specialists in the game finished up. Nilcomento nice. is working on doing more, including the backer-created characters, which we're in the process of concepting. We're hoping mm-hmm. to have the game off the press by October. Um, October? Even if... Yeah, by the end of October. Like, the the tech, the the printed parts. So, like, we're already starting the plastic parts. Those will be produced now. And then we do the printed parts. Those will be produced between, you know, uh, November, December. And then we ship in January. That's our current timeline for Imperial. Depending so shipping on how by long... January. Huh? Shipping by January next year. Yeah. Or February. Like, it'll ship from China in January, which means we'll receive it in February. So backers will receive it in the end of February. Um, mm. That depends on how quickly NoCo takes to draw things. Like we added the extra captains um, to the game. Right. We added a bunch of stretch goals. So it may take her longer than October to finish drawing everybody. I, um, I don't know. I got to crack the whip. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you okay? <laughs> no. I, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just, it's like... I don't like to go to my artist and be like, hey, get work done, get work done. You know, I like to let, let people work at their own pace. But, you but need that's it. that's the job description, right? Yeah. Wait, your job description or theirs? My my job description. I, I have to be I have to be in charge of making sure that they, you know, keep up with, with the with the timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um also known as slave driver, yes. Uh I don't like it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I kid, I kid. Hey, you're a pretty nice guy, Brad. Okay. But yeah, you know, I mean, pe- it's 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 a living. We all gonna yeah, make a living. A li- it's a living. So, all right. And Noko's right. Noko's great to work with. She's a lot of fun. So oh, I don't really? want anybody I... to get the wrong impression. Um, <laughs> I really, I really like working with Noko, and she's got a great, uh, great talent. Yeah, I've never spoken to her. Like really, like she's ne- probably never heard my voice outside of a video, and I've uh, never heard yeah, her. Yeah, she's voice. probably watched a couple of videos. Yeah, I mean, like, of course she's. Like, here's the thing. If you're in this community or fandom and you don't know what my voice sounds like, you're either living under a rock or you're just new, right? <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like, no offense or not to, like, pat my own back, right? It's just that I produce so much of the stuff and my yeah. voice is, like, every yeah, You're a fixture, fixture of the community. Heck yes. Oh, thanks, Brad. That means a lot. Like, yeah. Oh, I, like, my heart was, like, warm. Well, if you weren't, I, that would be that would be troubling after... You know, all the all the stuff that we've done together. Aww, They'd be yeah. like, who's this Marco guy that ha- that's in all these podcasts? Yeah, who's this random know? Asian guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I love how he could tell that I was Asian just by the my voice. It's as if, like, my Asian-ness comes out in my voice. Um, but, yeah, uh, anything else for the Pipeline, Brad? Or can I move on to my next segment? Yeah, let's move along. All right, that pretty much does it for the pipeline where Brad talks about level 99 games development and all things behind the scenes. BTS, not the Korean boy band. Now let's move on to 99 questions, the segment where this random Asian guy takes random questions from random people and feeds them randomly to Brad. So he can give us answers that aren't random because they're always backed up by data and knowledge. Well... Give me the questions, Marco. All right, I'll give them to you. Question number one. Are there any details you can share about the devastation of Indeen's deluxe slash reprint Kickstarter? I'm assuming they mean Battlecon Unleashed, yes? Yeah, so we did talk extensively about Battlecon Unleashed in, I believe it's either two or three episodes ago. Yeah, we did. So I don't want to repeat 
everything here, but I'll give you a quick rundown. BattleCon Unleashed is a big BattleCon Kickstarter project. It's going to be the last Kickstarter project that we run for BattleCon, uh, though by no means the end of BattleCon. We have a big collector's box that that's called Unleashed, and it's got like tuck boxes and bases for everybody in War and Fate. We are doing a reprint of Devastation um, that will bring Devastation up to the standard we set at Trials. We're doing a huge art book, 200 pages plus of all the lore and characters in the world of Indians, and over five years of art development. We are doing uh, Wanderers, the uh, fifth game, or yes, the fifth game in the, no, sixth game in BattleCon. Wow. Brad. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. All right. And so Wanderers will feature 10 new characters created by fans of the series. Yeah, And then um, we're doing a bunch of promo fighters, including bringing back and rebalancing some of the older promo fighters for tournament play. So players oh like God. Anath, Evil Hikaru, uh, Klaus and Wintall, um, Takeshi, these guys are all going to become tournament legal in Unleashed if they get reprinted through our stretch goals. And then we have like about 10 new characters planned for stretch goals that will come out um, based on how well the project does. So we've got something I'm really excited about. Um, I've posted a few in the Discord chat, if you remember that. Yep. Anyway, lots of fun stuff. We're basically going to have a month-long BattleCon party. So participate. Join us. Yeah. You know, people in the comment section of my videos have been like, I really like this video about BattleCon, but can you please do something that's not BattleCon? And I'm like, I'm sorry, but September's BattleCon month at this point. Yep, yep. Yeah, we're it's all BattleCon all month long. All BattleCon all month long. Probably even a little bit past that because the Kickstarter is probably going to last past September. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited <laughs> to get destroyed by you on stream while playing more BattleCon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We get, okay, Brad, we get next question. What is the story behind the development of the game Windall Ancient of Autumn? And what would have come of it? See, this is my first time hearing about this. What's Windall oh, Ancient of Autumn? So this was... Okay, so in the original BattleCon Kickstarter, there's a character, Klaus and Windall, right? Um, yeah. And it's this kid in heavy armor and this wind spirit. So back when I was in independent game development, before I got into tabletop, mm -hmm. I had concept art and some graphics made for a game called Windall Ancient of Autumn. This is an, an iOS game. It was sort of a platformer adventure. And it was kind of a um, a pinball side-scroller where you played as this little kid, Klaus, and you used his companion, uh, Windall, to like throw him around and attack people. Oh, okay. Um, so it was a, a yeah, platformer that used like throw physics um, on the iPhone. Anyway, um, it never came to be. We never finished up the project. But uh, I had the concept art, and back in the original BattleCon, I just used whatever art I had to make characters because I didn't have that much art. I wasn't rich enough to buy a whole bunch of it. So, um, oh, okay. so they ended up becoming a part of the world of Indians. Um, and that uh, kind of whole story was never told. But, um, you know, we we did in the end decide to roll them into the world of Indians. So Klaus and Wendell are now citizens of Indians. Yes. And you can Ganon. read about their story in the big art book. Oh, uh, okay. This is pretty interesting because um, I played Original War and I played a lot of Klaus and Wendell and I never knew where the heck they were from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I knew where Danny and Robert were from, but not Klaus and Wendell. This is really fun to know. Um. 
Also, have you played a game called Yoku's Island Express? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's basically a side-scroller, and the main method of movement is pinball. Oh, okay. So, so I... Yeah, so this idea was good enough that it did not only exist in my head. Yes, yeah, you can sue them now, right? Is that no, how that no, works? No. Oh. But it makes me feel good to know that the game that I wanted to play now exists. Yeah. I'll have to go try it out. Yeah, you have to check it out. Okay, last question, Brad. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's get it on. Brad comes up with a lot of crazy names. Can he come up with a name for my new dog? New dog? Um, hmm. 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 How about Bartharmus? I like it. Okay, there you go, Bartharmus. Okay, here's my name. Go ahead. Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Oh, man, that's a little too uh, on the nose. On the nose. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. On the, Brad, on yep, the you have to understand. dog nose. Oh, my gosh. You have to understand, Brad. Um, I am not a writer. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say something with bark, too, and then I was like, nah, it's too much. Nah, it's too much. It's too much. All right, all right. I like that. I like that. Uh, what was the name again, Brad, just in case the listener needs Bar- to see Bartharmus? Bartharmus. Like, it's not like that name has never been used before, but... It is an interesting name. Can you spell it out? Uh, B-A-R-T-H-A-R-M-U-S, I believe. Bartharmus. All right. I like that name. And um, listener, whoever you are, your new dog's name is Bartharmus. That's a pretty cool name. I don't know. This is this is getting dangerous close to, to baby kissing territory, Marco. Maybe we should what, uh, what's filter baby questions kissing? like these in the future. What's baby kissing territory? That's like what know. politicians do, you know. Huh? Okay. Or like you know the what? Pope, you know, people are like, like, like they go to the Pope and they're like, like touch my child and, you know, like <laughs> no, I, I, you think, know, I think... like for a blessing and and like I don't want to get into that. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Let's not get into it then. Um, <laughs> there you go, listener. A Brad certified name for your dog. But like, let's just make sure that this name doesn't give the dog a Brad blessing, right? That's that's what you're scared about, right? The, you know, it's just like, yeah, like the dog might turn into an anime dog if you're not careful. That's true. Or they might go blind and suddenly need a lot of priority disparity to work. Okay, so that pretty much does it for 99 <laughs> questions. Wow, that was a really obscure Battlecon joke. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. But if you're listening to this podcast, you better get that joke, okay? <laughs> okay, so that pretty much does it for our 99 questions of this week. If you have any more questions to send us, please tell us in the comment section down below or send it to our Google Forms found in the description of every single video. And finally, we will move on to our last segment called Otherwise, also known as the reason why I say otherwise at the start of every episode, or at least at the end of Brad's intro. Brad, I polled our listeners and our fans and asked them if marco and brad had to play a silly game at the end of the podcast what would it be and it seems that they all said marco and brad should play would you rather and rather than have us create the would you rathers i had them submit some would you rather questions to us so brad tell me are you ready to play this game and uh, ready to justify your choices yes i am ready okay brad would you rather play a game of battlecon against cadenza or do your taxes. Um, well, that should be that's pretty easy. I'm gonna answer this straight, Marco. I'd rather play against Cadenza. Oh, indeed. Why? Okay. 
I mean, it's not that hard to imagine, right? Imagine you go to BattleCon Online and you click ready, all right, and randomly Kadenza pops up. And you're like, okay, I could deal this. I could deal with this. But imagine you went to BattleCon Online and you clicked ready, and a tax form randomly popped up. Oh no! Right? <laughs> like that would not be acceptable. I would never play this game. But Brad, think about it the opposite way. What if August rolls around and instead of getting a tax form, a giant robot crashes through your house? Well, you said, well, I only have to play a game with it, right? So that's okay. I guess, like, he comes in and you play a a game of BattleCon with him, right? Yeah, sure. I don't actually, that would actually be kind of cool. But I don't actually have to, like, punch him or anything. I mean, I I, I do not recommend punching the giant iron robot. Yeah, the question is play a game versus Kadenza, not do your taxes. That's that's fair. I I think in in this context, then I would also play a game against Cadenza. Um, yeah. Now, if Cadenza would appear and do my taxes, that would be the ideal situation. He is a robot. He could probably do those calculations. This this went an entirely different direction from where I was thinking. I think people were trying to bait us into thinking that playing against Cadenza in BattleCon is as like annoying as doing your taxes or something, right? Like I feel like that's where this was supposed to go. But in the end, I feel like I, the, our direction was much better. I think so. so. Yeah, I would rather play against Cadenza and Brad too. Next up, Brad, would you rather lay in a bed of fire ants or drink an entire bottle of Quaker Steak Atomic Sauce? What's Quaker Steak Atomic Sauce? I think this is one of those weird internet challenge things. Oh, like swallowing an entire spoonful of cinnamon. Yeah, you know those those things are dangerous. Um, yeah. That said, laying in a bed of fire ants is even more dangerous. Um, I would definitely drink the steak sauce because, like, you can you can even if you vomit, that's temporary pain. If you uh, lay in a bed of ants, like that could hurt for weeks, maybe months. Mm. Yeah. So it, there's just it's it's not even a choice. It's a non-starter, right? Yeah. Also, like, we eat a lot of spicy stuff here in New Mexico. New Mexico. I, I could probably stomach some uh, atomic steak sauce. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Do I get to drink milk after? That's the big question, right? Um. Probably. Like, do I have to? Okay. If I can, if I can drink something after, I'll probably do the steak sauce. Five hundred thousand um, standard heat units or Scoville heat units. Wow. Five hundred thousand. Wait. Isn't like a ghost pepper like around that level? Yeah, it sounds like it. Oh no, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, I I, I don't think I do either of these. I think I could just. I could just no, but that's the point. Challenges. You have to pick one. You have to pick one. But these are both awful. Like, do yeah. you want to die or do you want to also die? It's not <laughs> it's really. True. It's not really. It's not really a choice here. Okay, but here's the legit answer. My answer is actually drink the steak sauce. Because right. I can't do the ants because well, I have a skin actually, condition. Hmm, I wonder. I wonder. Hmm. 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 Yeah, I, I can't. If, I can't do the ants. If like all the fire ants are inside of like a sealed air mattress, I could totally lay in a bed of fire ants. Ah. You know? Or if you take the entire bottle of steak, atomic steak sauce, and you mix it into like, you know, a jug um, of water. I was going to say, like, yeah, like a soup or something. I could probably eat the soup eventually over the course of, like, you know, a few weeks. Okay, what if I swallow the bottle of atomic steak sauce? Well, you only have to, you have to drink it, not, not eat it. So, ah, that's true. 
So does that mean if I try to drink it, but then accidentally chew, I lose? Yeah, probably. I, oh, I don't that know. Sucks. I don't know. Internet challenges are weird. Don't do, don't do internet challenges. Yeah, please, please don't, please don't. Unless it's like harmless, right? Like pet your dog internet challenge. Okay, mm-hmm. last one, Brad. What what is this last one even? Okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing. It's like a it's like a mix of would you rather. Um, but I think this is this is Marvel. Who would win in a fight? Kind of question, right? Uh huh. Well, that's a totally different game. Who would you rather bet on? You can't just mix. Who would you rather bet on, Brad? A tax collector or the Black Spire Company from Indians? To do what? I, that's the I thing, don't know. That's the thing about the about the like the like who would win games. You have to have a contest. You can't just be like, you know, oh, and they fight, right? Because of course the mercenaries <laughs> will win. You have to come with a sure context, though? like you Are know, you sure who can make the most money the fastest, right? Like that kind of thing. Then it'd okay. be an interesting contest, or you know, who could, um, I don't know, who could uh, beat Cadenza in an arm wrestling match, or okay. who could do their taxes faster than Cadenza? That kind of thing. You know, that's like. Our- Okay, okay, okay. How about how about this? Let's just settle it here. I'm assuming this is about um, how well can the tax collector figure out how much taxes the Black Spire Company owes compared to how well the Black Spire Company can hide their taxes um, or evade taxes. Yeah, but the okay, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure the mercenaries will win. Why? Because you know they have the an lore? actual fortress. <laughs> they're also not part of any government, any government's territory. So they're basically a free city, so they don't pay taxes. Okay, that's fair. So that so said, the tax collector could probably extract all the taxes that are due instantly. Because they're none. Because they're none. But that so, wouldn't be really considered a win, would it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, okay. I, 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 okay, I agree. Um,. I would I would bet on I would be more willing to bet on definitely the Black Spire company. How did I feel so like many taxes get into this section anyway? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why everybody It's not even tax season. About... People aren't even thinking about this stuff. I don't know why people in the chat were just talking about taxes, but they were. Um, I guess one thing leads to another. Yeah, one thing leads to another. I think somebody just mentioned the Cadenza taxes one and everybody rode the train and it was just like all tax related at that point. Huh. I mean yeah. yeah, yeah, really weird. I mean, like, look, the BattleCon community chat can get really funny and off derivative, like talking about the History Channel TCG. And oh all that man, stuff. the History Channel TCG is so good. Really, I, I've never played Anachronism it. Anachronism is like one of my favorite trading card games, and I own almost all of it. Wow, I think the people who in the chat are probably going to be really happy to hear that. Um, but I, I'll, how do I explain this? I was born in the generation where History Channel was never about history anymore. Yeah. So yeah, then that somebody... happened shortly after I, I uh, got to like high school, I think. Yeah. So um, what do you call this? The, the person who told me about anachronism was like, it's a History Channel TCG. And my first question is, what? A History t- Channel TCG? Can I build a Pawn Stars tribal deck? Is my first oh, question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember like when, when I, I brought my first set of anachronism and I was like, let's play this game. I'm talking with my friends. And he's like, he's like, what is this game? What's with all these 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 people? And 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 I pulled the card out of the card sleeve and showed him the History Channel logo and his eyes just like bugged out. And he's like, what? <laughs> what is this? What is this madness? Oh my gosh! Is it actually as soon as a good he found game? out it was like educational History Channel? He's like, I'm not playing that anymore, Brad. 
Oh, but is it actually a good game though? Is it actually a good? Oh game? yeah, it's actually a good game. It only you only need like five cards to play. It was actually a non-random uh, CCG. That's interesting. Did you yeah, just play one of the five first. I, order? I, I might venture to say. Probably wow. the first. Probably the first LCG. Oh, it's an LCG. Yeah, I can it's only assume. Like, it's LCG. They, what, every year they would release like sixteen new fighters at a rate of like one or two a month. Nice. And each okay. fighter came with exactly five cards. Um, wow. And you knew which five were in each pack. Okay, so that is an LCG. Brad, yeah. is anachronism just BattleCon before BattleCon? <laughs> no, no, it's 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 a it's a top down fighter with a four by four board. Releasing wait, but Brad releasing a fighter every month. Each fighter comprised of around five cards. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm? Well, you can play. You can play it for yourself and see. It's All actually right. super cheap now. Okay, I great. To collect all and of it. I'm probably, I'm sure it's on tabletop sim. I'm so oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heck sure. yeah. All right, all right. So that pretty much does it for Otherwise, also known as the segment where Brad and I play silly games for you and your entertainment. If you want us to play another silly game or want us to, you know, continue a previous game, please tell us in the comment section down below and we will get there. And sadly, Brad, as much as I would like to keep doing this podcast with you like I do every week, I have to end it, Brad. It must all end. It, the, the times are ending, Brad. Oh, the end is coming. Yeah, the end is coming in the five. The end is nigh. Four, three, two, one. And that pretty much does it for this episode of the Level Cap Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, please tell us in the comment section down below. We would like to know what you think about this episode. It always helps us whenever we see some feedback. So, as usual, it has been me, uh, your host, Marco DeSantos, also known as the Migratic Critic, also known as the Asian Guy. And, and with me, Brad oh. Talton, the president of Level 99 Games, and uh, your other host. Thank you guys again for listening with us, and as always, happy gaming. Thank you, World of Indians. Thank you, and good night. Catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs>